Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Floating in a pod, Baby Yoda. Showed that to Nicole and uh, oh no, I'm choking on my own saliva. Oh, spit choke! <laughs> it's almost Baby as good Yoda, as a spit where joke. I love you. Baby Yoda, avenge me! <laughs> as he sips his soup. <laughs> uh, it was bone broth soup. <laughs> um. Well, hey Reed. Hey Britt. How's it going? Good, I was taking a drink of water as you asked, because I'm a professional. Ah, the sweet nectar of life. Mmm, yes, water, uh, that is slightly tainted with, uh, caffeinated flavor beverage shaker powder Mm. thingy. Delicious. Um, how's it going, man? Uh, pretty good. Um, my mind just blanked, so that's always good when you start recording a podcast. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, let's fill let's fill the dead air. Um, um, uh, 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 shout out to Brent Black. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, we bought suits for my wedding. Hell yeah, we did. Getting married. <laughs> it's nothing to it's, it's it's nothing to be terrified of or or scared of or or no, nervous no, no, about no. or uh it'll be great. It'll be good. Yeah. It'll be good. It's, so, it's, it's gonna be I love that. No, I'm I'm actually like I am at the point where I'm just like, okay, I've done planning, let's just do this thing. Let's get this fucking thing done. <laughs> let's do this thing. Yeah. Um so we did that. Yeah. Um, oh, Thanksgiving happened. Thanksgiving did happen. How was your Thanksgiving? I was thankful. Oh. Um, I I made turkey mm. and um, and bought some pie because I normally make the pie. And this year I went, fuck it. Just <laughs> <laughs> bought pies. Um. Yeah, that was it, was. it was good. How was yours? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, it was it was Kieran's second out of town trip and first overnight away from home. Um, he did pretty well. Um, Nicole and I are both extraordinarily thankful. Um, bringing it back around to Thanksgiving, that we don't share a room with our son, mm. because that little beast is noisy. Like, we can hear it through, like, the monitor, but that's different than him laying, like, two feet away from you, grunting and groaning and, like, stretching. Yeah. All night long. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I get that. But it was, it was good. Uh, His feedings went well. Apparently, my sister and brother-in-law and their son Ian did not hear Kieran cry throughout the night. Um, 
until probably like six or seven o'clock in the morning during one of the the final feedings. The final feeding. Um, <laughs> it's a bottle. Better drink it up. Da-da-da. Um, the yeah, it, they turned off their white noise machine, and uh-huh. that's when they heard him. Um, interesting. Nicole walked downstairs with Kieran in the morning, uh, the on Thursday or on Friday, the morning after. Um, and Kira's dogs, Chooch and Lily, and then one of my parents' dogs, Lucan, the older of the two, all three of them were just lined up sitting at the bottom of the stairs waiting for her to bring the baby down mm. because they is, because baby. they love babies. Yeah. So. Right. All the puppies uh, were, were very well behaved. Um, cool. The baby was fairly well behaved. Uh, he wore his I am thankful for my family outfit that you guys got him for uh, Thanksgiving, <laughs> along with his first, yeah. uh, his, his, this is my first Thanksgiving bib, which um, he just destroyed. Like it's, it's not completely destroyed, but, but like I sent you pictures and it was just like, it said, happy Thanksgiving from the guy who already ate too much. And and it was like one in the afternoon and he was just covered in spit. Yeah. So, but yeah, Thanksgiving was good. Um, My little brother was like, Oh, Hey, come upstairs. I have something for you. It's like, what? My little brother doesn't ever give me anything. Um, Yeah. So he, he had ordered because he's a season ticket holder for uh, the Minnesota Wild. Um, and okay. every year towards the end of the season, they get like a pretty big discount on the current year's um, gear. So last oh, sure. spring, he got a pretty heavy discount and bought himself a new Minnesota Wild like hoodie. Uh, like kind of like a heavyweight, like almost like a track jacket with a hood um but it was too long for him so he was like uh try it on if it if it looks good like it's yours it's like oh okay so i put it on and it fit like perfectly um which is great but it's like a hundred dollar hoodie that he probably spent 50 bucks on and it's like holy shit dude he was like Mom told me I had to get rid of it because like, well, he didn't say this. My mom was like, I told Kaylee I had to get rid of that because it's been sitting in the house for a year and he's been bitching about how he can't wear it because it's too long. Well, so it's like, <laughs> this is why you try things on. Well, he just ordered it, you know, but he, he yeah. forgot to send it back. Quote unquote. So I got, I got a new right, hoodie. Gotcha. That was fun. Sweet. I mean, if he can afford season tickets, yeah, he could. He could afford to give you that little, uh, yeah, little hoodie. The little hoodie. Yeah. Little hoodie. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to think here. Oh, uh, I got a part-time job. So that's fun. Yeah. Um, I get to go in tomorrow. Cool. Uh, when this comes out, it will have been. Uh, what is today? Today is we, we record this Wednesday, December 4th, uh, Thursday, December 5th. I get to go in and do computer training um, 
and uh, then I don't know when I start working, but hopefully shortly thereafter, because daddy needs a new source of income. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you know. Well, it. congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I am both excited and I mean, you know, not excited simultaneously. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, it's adulting at its finest. Yes. So it's, yeah. it's not permanent. It's not going to be forever. I just got to get some of this debt paid down and get us, get us out of, uh, the, uh, kids are not cheap. Uh, surprise. Um, no. So yeah. there's that. Um, yeah. Um, they're not, no, but they're cute. They are. Um, and, um, I g- just got a text from Stacy and she said, I said, she asked me what I was doing. I was like, recording with Reed. And she said, okay, have fun. My love to keeks. <laughs> Uh, so she's nicknamed with a nickname. That's fantastic. I love Keeks. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I love Keeks. <laughs> so, um, there's that. Um, he, he, well, he, he keeks know, with the cheeks. Huh? I said he keeks with the cheeks. Oh. You know, because he's got them little chubby little cheekers. Well. And, um, you, you don't feel like you work long hours and you know you're you do good it it'll be good yeah i'm hoping so and like the funny thing is is i agreed to work this job and went through the interview went in and signed paperwork and then got home and realized huh i don't know what this motherfucking job pays (laughs) i just agreed to to it whole cloth like didn't you know because i mean it, it doesn't really matter because like I'm it's it's extra extra money. money. It's making, it's it's going to help make ends meet. Um, so I'm not as concerned about it. If it was a full-time permanent job, then that would have been like the first question on my mouth. Um, yeah, yeah. But I ended up calling the HR guy and like leaving a voicemail and he finally got back to me today and told me, and it was like, all right, yeah, cool. That's fine. Like it's about what I made when I worked there in college. So. Okay. Sure. I'll t- I'll talk to you about it off mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But um yeah, I um shit, I mean I don't even have a kid, but attempting to pay for this wedding, I'm like so second job. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. weddings and children and all sorts of other manner of life events are expensive. Like yeah, we're actually uh, getting a new roof uh, that started this morning. Oh, they did get uh, it started this morning. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun. I was like, I'm going to work from home. Um, I didn't have any meetings, and I was like, you know, I could just, like, you know, head to the grindstone, just get going on it. Right. And, um, yeah, started uh, sounding like our roof was caving in, and <laughs> they were they're working on that that's okay it'll get done sooner so don't have to worry about uh you know any more snow or ice up there oh yeah getting stuck yeah you know so that's fun and thank god we're not paying for it 
because that shit's expensive. Um, thank you, <laughs> homeowners insurance. Oh yeah. 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 Sweet. What else? Um, um else. There was stuff I was going to talk to you about, and then I just... Yeah. I feel like because we talk throughout the day, we should just stop talking forever. Um, Save it for the the podcast. (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't mean that. I finished the whole new season of um, The Dragon Prince. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? It's really fucking good, and I need you to watch it. So um, between your two jobs... Doing podcasts, editing podcasts, um, spending time with your your wife, and uh, anything else you're doing, watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I don't have I don't have anything going on to watch television with. Um, no, Nicole is going to Nicole and Kieran are going to my in laws' place on Saturday. To, um, yep, don't don't remember they're doing something over there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she just told me about it but my brain is just like hey guess what fuck you <laughs> yeah um so yeah they're going over there saturday so i'll have some time to just kind of chill at home i'll probably do some housework and uh other stuff and editing yeah. and all that kind of stuff but i'll get in there um speaking of downtime uh Nicole and I got Kieran to go to bed at eight o'clock on Sunday night. Uh-huh. Nope, Monday night. Okay. Without having to stay upstairs with him. That's the first time. Normally, his bedtime had like up until the last week or so, his bedtime was like eleven p.m. Wow. So like we would get zero downtime. Like one of us would be holding him like the entire evening. And then it just worked out for so like she was like, we need to try doing this. And I was like, okay. And uh, it worked out. So now Nicole's probably going to be taking him upstairs very shortly here to go put him to bed after his final bottle. And then uh, I'll see him at like two or 3 a.m. when I feed him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's becoming a kid. Yeah, he's getting to bedtime and like getting into a routine and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like. Hey, uh, how do you uh, how do you feel about uh, hearing a cover? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one sec. I need to find it on the YouTube. We're gonna do a little um, cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is the one that I wish to have you listen to. Okay. Do you know the song Better Off Dead by New Found Glory? Yes. Okay. I'm going to send you a cover by Dashboard hey, Confessional. I am playing now. So... For those of you, yeah, I'll just wait until after you're okay. done listening. Dude. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel about that? Dude. <laughs> it's so good. 
like so what Brittany just listened to and what will be in the show notes here for you and i might actually just drop a little bit of it in um yeah in, in, uh like a little like 10 second snippet or or 15 second snippet just enough to not have to worry about copyright um <laughs> you know as yeah. as as uh we are wont to do um how dope would that be if we got a system <laughs> i mean <laughs> i guess um so what Brittany and what the rest of you will hear is a cover of the song better off dead by newfound glory um as covered by dashboard confessional Um, this was off of a split, uh, a four track split EP that, uh, dashboard and NFG did while they were both on epitaph, um, in 2010. Um, and, uh, it's, it's pretty rad. Um, there's a lot of like cool, fun synthy bits and, but it, it like, it takes, it takes better off dead and, breaks it down to like at at the beginning like the simplest possible version and it's just chris Crabba, his voice and like a drum machine <laughs> the synthy parts to me felt a bit um like og postal yeah. service um i one love that song i love that yes. nfg song but two i almost feel feel like i like this better but <laughs> i only think i feel that way because like it's new sure. to me, and i like like it's it feels like a completely different song yeah for sure and like so they for i'm sure most people listening to this know um but for those uh youngins out there who didn't go to like warp tour or um didn't grow up the same time that Brit and I did. Like we're in like junior high and high school during the, the same time that we were during like the early, like the late nineties, uh, early aughts. Um, yeah. Bands on the same record would do an EP split, like a split EP where they would each take an even number of songs written by the other person or group and cover them in their own way. Um and it was it was really fun it's something that happened a lot back in the day and i don't think happens nearly as much now um, no I, I agree and what i need to do is go and find all of those split eps that i have somewhere and go through all of them again but like this one was one that brent um gave me a copy of and it's it's, it's so fucking good yeah so yeah it's so fucking good. Um, I will post a <laughs> yeah. link to um, the wiki article and um, also to the uh, the track in like Spotify or Apple Music, so that way people have a couple of different ways to get to it. Yeah, um, yeah, check it out, and you know, feel free to let me know what you think about it. Check it, check it out, check it out, cover it up, <laughs> cover it up. Um. Yeah, it's just really good. It's really solid. Yeah, listen to it. Do do yourselves a favor and listen. Hell yeah. Um. Well, should we go into the Castellorian? Yes, let's go into the Castellorian. Mm-hmm. 
Well, welcome to the Castellorian, the the Mandalorian fan podcast within a podcast. And yes, it is the the Mandalorian fan podcast within a podcast. So, um, yeah. So we've I, did we we only talked about one and two last time, or did we talk about one through three? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was just the first two. Perfect. So we've got our episodes three and four. Yes. Now, um, folks, in case you don't know, spoilers. Um, don't be listening to this if you've not watched it. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and watch it. Agreed. Um, even if you just get Disney Plus for a month for $7 and then cancel it, do yourselves a favor. Uh, real quick question before we get into the two episodes that we're going to discuss. Uh, how yeah. many episodes is this first season supposed to run? Have they confirmed that yet? Seven or eight. Seven or eight? Okay. Yeah. Let me look. I'll look while we okay. talk about it. Um, so episode three uh, is called, I believe, well, since I'm looking it up, you can delete me rambling for a second and just so I can make sure what the episode is called. Um, because... I, uh, I want to talk about what it's actually called. So, um, wow, it's a 9.1 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a pretty high, I mean, it's a great yeah. show. I've just never seen such a high so, so the third episode called Chapter 3, The Sin. The yes. Sin, thank you. Um. Um, so, uh, it is, um, directed by Deborah Cho, Chow, Cho. Um, she is going to be the one directing the Obi-Wan spinoff. Oh, Obi-Wan. Yes. Um, so we see our Mandalorian bringing his, um, the child yes. or his, his bounty back. The asset? Um, to the client. Yeah. Um, and we get to see baby Yoda's ears flapping in the wind. Uh, we get to see baby Yoda curious and kind of scared. Yes. A little bit scared. Um, I almost cried. Yeah, me too. <laughs> when he gave baby Yoda to the client. Yeah. It was... Um, Nicole turned to me during that and was like, you, he's not going to, he can't, that's no, he can't possibly. And it's like, he's a bounty hunter. It's his job. Um, and I, Stacy, we were watching it and the entire time she was screaming, no. No, no, no. <laughs> she was like, if anything happens to this child, I am not watching this show anymore. And I was like, that's fair. I don't think, even if they had filmed something happened to this right. character, I doubt that Disney would say, yeah, go with that. After the huge outpour of obsession. Right. <laughs> that have come with Baby Yoda. Um, in any case... Um, I thought it was a really interesting chapter name to be called the yeah, sin. Yeah, because he um, went against the the bounty hunter guild rules, yeah. which is 
you and don't. He asked numerous times, "What's yeah. what do they want yeah. with the child?" Which in the guild rules, it doesn't ma- it doesn't matter why somebody why there's a bounty on this person. You're not supposed to ask. You're not supposed to care. Right. Not part exactly. of your job. Above your pay grade. Um. I mean, I think that uh, what's really interesting is like every time. Um, he gets a new piece of armor and the blacksmith like forges a piece. Um, he has flashbacks to his childhood. Um, and I think that's probably, I'm adding a bunch of subtext to this, but maybe that's why he also feels such a tight knit, like, but what's going to happen to the kid? Well, because Um, we find out like, even in like the first episode, um, that, yeah the one that we're calling like the titular Mandalorian is what's known as like a foundling um, within the Mandalorian culture. So he is someone who wasn't necessarily born a Mandalorian or was born a Mandalorian uh, within the Mandalorian culture, but like his parents died and he was taken in by like a, a specific tribe or uh, something like to that effect. Um, and yeah. he always mentions like anytime like in these first four episodes anytime he's gone in to see the uh, the blacksmith um, he's mentioned like leaving the extras for the foundlings because whatever yeah. uh, Biscar steel uh, is left over like whatever he gets it doesn't take all of the quantity that he has to forge a piece of like shoulder material, like a, like a piece of shoulder armor or like in this instance, he came back carrying like essentially like a three gallon bucket filled with Biscar. And it didn't take that much of it to forge his new armor, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he always leaves whatever is left over. He keeps or gives to um, the blacksmith to use for the foundlings, which I always think, which I, which I think is pretty cool. Yep. Um, something else that I found interesting during the uh, episode three was while they're in the blacksmith area, three other Mandalorians like follow him in essentially. And kind of call him out on his bullshit because they look at the Beskar steel that he has and it has an Imperial logo uh, imprinted on it. And they basically tell him that he's like a traitor for taking jobs from the Empire and essentially taking their blood money. Yep. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> we also learn that um, <clears throat> they do, the Mandalorians all have a saying, uh, which is, this is yes. the way. And um, I think that, I don't know, I, I think that what this episode did really well was kind of um, give you a little bit of, like, no, these do, like, the Mandalorians are really about, like, 
keeping their their armor on and keeping their armor tight and never taking off their helmets and you know this is the code that we live by and what i thought was interesting was like he is so all about the mandalorian code but like when it came to this the child like it was the bounty hunter guild that the rules that he was kind of like nah fuck this right. like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna live with this i'm not gonna deal with this um and after he gets his new fancy armor, he goes and gets goes goes to get his yeah. little buddy back. He uh he essentially um, raids the client's um hideout. And one thing before we yeah layer? one thing before we move on <laughs> to that um something that I found yeah. very interesting and and really cool is the the blacksmith is hmm. portrayed as female um at least based yeah. on like the design of their armor uh it's very yeah. obvious that there are breasts under there um but something that i found very that that i find very interesting and very cool is that one the blacksmith is portrayed as female like you don't see that in a lot of shows um so i think that's mm-hmm. pretty cool and on top of that they are essentially considered like a sage or or like a, a yeah. leader for that um uh that Mandalorian covert, uh which is what they call their dwellings. Um and we also find out during that that scene that only a single Mandalorian leaves the covert at any given time to disguise their numbers. Um yeah which I found pretty interesting. Like that's, that's a cool bit of like information that we may not necessarily have needed to know, but it really helps build the story. Yeah, I agree. And I think, um, what I thought, Oh, the other thing I, I, sorry, that I thought was interesting was, um, when she was going to forge his, um, armor, she was like, you know, the, what did this to your old armor? Um, oh, the, did it, did the signet, his signet reveal itself? Right. And then he was like, I cannot accept the signet. I um, didn't win this fight on my own. Yeah. It wasn't. A clean and then win. when she said, you know, oh, I forgot what she called him. And then he was like, it, it wasn't a friend or it wasn't some an ally. It was a, an enemy. And she said, why would an enemy help you? And he said, they did not know they were my enemy. Oh yeah. Talking about the, the, the Yoda, bear, the baby, the Yoda, baby. like the baby, the wee baby Yodes. Yodes. Um, so I, Oh gosh. And then he gets the baby and I thought it was interesting. He let the doctor go. They, right. he, the, the baby was on the table and uh, there were some scans going on and the doctor who's always seemed kind of sensitive about the child anyway um, yeah, was like don't hurt him don't hurt him he's just asleep he's just asleep he's just yeah. a child um, <laughs> and, and Mando was like yeah duh bro I'm here to save him um, yeah you know in those exact words <laughs> and uh he lets him go which 
also I think I feel is very against whatever could be going on um, in the bounty hunter world. I mean, saving the child at all is against what's going on with bounty hunters. But um, so he saves the child and then a bunch of the little tracking beakers for the child go off uh, in this um, outpost. And I'm sorry, hold on. Did you say tracking beakers? Beacons? I was gonna, I was gonna let it go, but it's just too good. Tracking beakers, well, just like tubes, well, test beakers? tubes filled with like fluid that like a go beacon? off. Yeah, be- a beacon or uh, tracking. What? No, there's two words I combine there. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, it's a beaker. Me 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 me. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know he's he's outnumbered. Um. He, it looks it looks dire for our, our Mandalorian and then the other Mandalorians yeah. come to rescue him because they all have fucking jetpacks. Fuck yeah. And like there's a like one of the one of the three that was in the covert, like calling his bullshit out yeah. earlier, uh, is there and you you find out he's a heavy yep. gunner. So like he's got a giant um what I can only describe as either like a machine gun or some sort of like pulse uh like rail like handheld yeah. rail gun yep um and um you know they they help uh mando and the child get away yep um which leads us to chapter 4 yes oh and oh, something yep. uh important uh well i guess unimportant uh I'm trying to remember. Is it the beginning and the end of the third episode that he oh, that yes, the, the, the child gets the gets the yep. little ball? Yeah, so there's there's a a, a control stick on uh, or toggle on the, the dashboard, so to speak, of uh the Mando's um ship, which has a name that is escaping me. It's um I don't remember. It looks like a woman's reproductive organs. (laughs) That's all you're going to see now. Uh, You're welcome. It's a razor something, and it's driving me nuts. Someone out there is, like, screaming it at me. Um, But, so, yeah. um, They get into the ship on the way out, and as they're flying out of... um, the atmosphere one of the man one of the heavy the heavy gunner mandalorian like flies up next to him (laughs) and like salutes him and and our mandalorian goes i really gotta get one of those i it's funny just before i said it i i looked at stacy and i was like i bet you he really wants one of those (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and then so the little toggle that had the ball the metal ball on top the the child tries to reach and he grabs it off and the Mandalorian takes it out of his hand and said, this is not a toy. And like, <laughs> and then screws the back child home. looks so sad. Little baby Yoda looks so <sighs> sad. And then they're back in the ship and they're flying away. And he unscrews the little ball and hands it to him. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to episode four, which is titled yes. Sanctuary. Um, also directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, I saw that too. That's really yeah. rad. Um, I did not. I mean, like, I realized John Favreau was a big part of this show. I didn't realize he wrote 
every single episode. Oh no, there's one episode he's the, he did not write. He's the creator. Yeah. Oh, two episodes. Interesting. Um. Yeah, he's creator, head writer, and showrunner, as well as an executive producer. Yeah. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Rich nerd. Uh, he's doing good. Good job, John. Thanks, John. Um, oh, it looks like uh, Deborah Cho is also going to be the director of episode seven or chapter seven, if you will. Yes. Um, and uh, Taika Watiti, Watiti is going to be the director of episode eight. He also voiced yes. um, the uh, uh, IG-11. Yeah, the robot. Which was the bounty hunter droid. Yes. Um, so uh, Sanctuary, chapter four. Um the Mandalorian finds kind of this planet that didn't have a lot of activity going on, or so he thought. Um, and he lands, and he orders the child some what bone broth, I believe, soup. Oh. Yeah, it's bone broth soup. And, um, you know, he, he sees someone that he kind of might recognize, um... This kind of uh, badass looking woman and uh, goes outside to see where she went and they start fighting. And at some point they're on the ground, like facing, they're like both on their back with their blasters pointed at each other. And the camera pans up to the most perfect (laughs) scene ever. And it is just the child drinking out of his cup like what are you guys doing just slur- slurping bone broth soup like just looking at it's them. like the perfect kermit the frog being like the well that's none of my business <laughs> right exactly and like that scene reminded me of um in the matrix when neo and agent smith are fighting in um the subway oh, tunnel uh-huh. and they both they both run out of bullets oh yeah and they, they both have guns to each other's like temples yep. and they're like you're out yeah. but then in the background there's homeless dude just like sipping coffee like <laughs> yeah um that's that's what it made me think of like i don't think there is a homeless person but like someone, i just no, want to put baby yoda in that scene like watching the entire thing happen um so yeah so uh her name is uh, Cara, Cara Dune. Yep. Um, she is a former rebel uh, shock trooper, um, now yep. seemingly a mercenary. Although I think she kind of just wanted to retire is what it sounded like. Yeah, she was trying to lay low and like get out of the life, so to yep. speak. Um, they are kind of resting in the woods i'm trying to think of what how that happened um the some local villagers who had seen what was going on um and their entire um food bounty had been taken um by some scavengers and went to mando for some help um mando being mando uh, uh, initially said no then begrudgingly said fine um right and then after they mentioned that they were they were from an extremely remote village um and he was like oh dip remote village that's what i'm talking about 
Tilly, can you not do that right now? Because that's actually super fucking annoying. Thank you. No, this is this is what I do. Oh. I am Tilltail, podcast extraordinaire. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> there's some like paper from a box that we got. We got our Christmas cards in the mail, and uh, she's just like, I'm gonna fuck with this paper as loudly as I possibly can. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, so they go to help the village and I mean, to watch baby Yoda play with the kids of this village. Yeah. My heart cried a little. (laughs) I, I, to just see him be a kid. I don't know if it is. Yes, it is adorable. I don't know if it's because our generation was raised with puppets that we were just emotionally attached to. Um, that makes this even more sensitive to us. But I right. would, I would kill and die for this baby Yoda. <laughs> Old Yoda is dead. Baby Yoda. Old Yoda, you're 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 just old and gross. You're not cute. God. Old and busted. New hotness. Um, old and busted. <laughs> new hotness. There is a woman who um, it kind of talks to Mando, brings him food, asks about his helmet. Um, yep. And uh, when Kara and Mando ask anyone, because they decide they're going to help this village and they're going to teach him how to fight, they ask anyone yeah, and- to shoot. And he's the only one who raises her hand. So I'd love to know more about that. But I also love... Yeah, I would love to know her backstory. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy when Kara was like, you know, you could take off that helmet and just retire here with your kid and, uh, settle down with that, that nice widow. And when he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I really, her face, Kara's face was like, okay, well then I am like, right. Exactly. (laughs) You're an idiot. Oh, you, you're not going after that ass. I'm going after that ass. Perfect. Thanks, (laughs) brah. Um, you had first dibs, but, uh... Oh, you didn't want to get down on this? Cool. (laughs) Um, so, they helped the village. I mean, it was kind of, um, it, there were key points, but really, like, not a whole lot to move the story along. Mando was gonna leave the child, uh, in the village, and a bounty hunter found them, um put its sights on the child and then Kara luckily enough was home yeah and shoots him in the back because uh, Kara had actually like been like all right cool peace I'm out after because like there was a there was a there was a battle basically yeah, yeah. between the villagers and these like scavengers um, that we find out that they have an ATST like the what people <laughs> refer to as the chicken walker yeah. um the two leg walker. Um, and, um, they beat, beat it. We'll just say that they, they defeat the, the, the scavengers. And, um, basically the, the villagers are like, Hey, awesome. We're great. Now we can protect ourselves. Um, and then as like Mando is about to ask, um, the widow which i'm looking here her name was omera yep um he's basically like hey 
I'm I'm gonna get to getting, but I'm gonna leave the boy here. like I'm gonna leave the kid here. I don't know why I called him a boy. Like that's I don't why I don't know why I, I gen- Oh, uh, they they did gender him. Oh, they did. Yeah, they've gendered him a couple of okay. times. I've just never noticed. And then I I read about it, and they they did they have um because I think Kara even says like he's gonna be heartbroken. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So they do, um, he has a gender. Yes. Okay, so basically, like, I'm gonna leave him here. And Omera's like, okay, cool, I'll raise him as one of my own. The offer still stands, though. <laughs> yep. If you, wanna, if you wanna get down on this. Yep. And please do, take the helmet, don't take the helmet off, just get down right. on it's, it. Right, it's like, you don't um, have to leave, <laughs> you can leave your socks on, you can leave your shoes on, just <laughs> get get down to it. Down on I I can tell by your voice. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I saw some meme and it was like you know the scene when um, he does take his helmet off but you don't see his face and no one's in there with him and he starts to eat. Yeah, and he's just watching over the child. Yes. Say that again. Maybe. Do Do you remember that yeah. scene? Okay. Um. The, somebody had made a meme and it was like. And the Mandalorian takes off his helmet. His ears slowly roll down his <laughs> side of his face. And it was fucking like Jar Jar. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a fucking Gungan. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was like Jar Jar. Like, That's hilarious. Anyway. Um, wow, you got a voice modulator there, Jar Jar? Because yeah. you no longer sound like this. Me some Mandalorian, me protect Yoda boy. <laughs> uh... Yeah, Jar Jar Lorian. God damn it! <laughs> they um they decide. Well, Mando decides the kid's got to stay with him because really he's the only one who could protect him. And if they stay there in the village, they're only going to bring more trouble. Yep. Um, and the widow's little girl hugs <laughs> Baby Yoda and was like, "I'm going to miss you so much." And I was like, "Oh, this is what I think after every episode." Um. And they uh, go back to the ship. Was it the beginning of the episode or the end of the episode? The beginning. Like he clicks the button. It's, it's the beginning. They're they're coming yeah. up on the planet, and Baby Yoda is is hanging out in uh in Mando's lap at the control at the helm. Yeah. And um, he flips on like basically like a a radio or like a radar and you hear like static and like some weird feedback and Mando shuts it off from the other side of the control panel. <laughs> and then the baby looks up at him, looks back at the, the, the toggle turns it back on. Mando turns it off. <laughs> the baby looks at him and no looks and just reaches over and turns it on. <laughs> and then he, the Mando turns it off. And then puts him on the other side of the console. Basically puts him on his other knee. Yeah. And <laughs> fucking so many scenes in that episode just like had me cackling. I was, it was so good. Yeah. It's, um, the small little scenes are so yeah. good. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, all in all, I enjoyed the episode. Yeah, I thought it was a little slow, but overall, yeah. I thought it was good. 
Like it was well yeah. written. Again, and... kind of one of those like, eh, you know, like some stuff happens, doesn't really move along the plot all right. that much, except for he can't leave the kid anyway. Right. It it establishes that now they're stuck together. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm excited for their. It is eight episodes, so the next episode is December sixth. Then we'll have one on December thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Then December eighteenth, and then the nineteenth, the movie comes out, and um, so then we have to wait until December twenty seventh. But December twenty seventh will be the finale. Yes. Now, so. question: Do you think that the Mandalorian is going to tie in directly to Rise of Skywalker? Um, from what I've heard, there might be some tie-ins, but it won't be like a. Here is the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, though to be fair, I have seen some postings of um, Disneyland and Disney World in the uh, Black Spire Outpost, which is the, like the Star Wars yeah. land. Um, and some of the uh, spaces already have touches of the Mandalorian. Oh, nice. Um, in there. So, um, we'll see. I don't know. Cool. What do you think? Uh, I don't know if it will. I think it would be rad if it did. Yeah. Um, I don't, it's what, 25, well, 28 years now after the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Something like that. So we could see a teenage Yoda. (laughs) You're not my real dad. God, as long as it's not Teenage Groot. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. We are coming up on an hour. (laughs) Yes. Damn. uh, A lot of Mando talk. A lot of Mando talk. I have a couple trailers that I can send your way. Let's uh, um, let's do the ad break. Fine, if you want to just do the ad break, we'll just go to the ad break. <laughs> mm, we're not paid, but this space is available. If you wanted to, then <laughs> um, we're not paid. <laughs> We'd like to get paid. <laughs> Take it on down to the end, uh, So yeah, we don't have any actual sponsors this week, but uh, we did want to stop in and talk to you about a couple of podcasts on the network, the first of which, <laughs> uh, see what I did there, Overwitch. yes uh so overwitch is one of the best casual gaming news sources out there your three best friends will bring you up to speed on overwatch and then explore some other video game uh when their discussion comes to a close they decide if the featured game is worth spending your dedicated overwatch time on uh i read that real weird and i'm just gonna leave it there i'm gonna let that lay uh no i like it i like it ray terrence and joe can be found uh, making fools of themselves every other Friday on Lunar Light Studio or wherever else podcasts live. Sweet. You know, that kind of reminds me of um, another podcast. Oh. 
called uh, Storyboard. Do tell. It's um, it's a comedy podcast hosted by three friends, ironically enough, uh, who came here to crack jokes. Crack. That is crack, not a word. Crack jerks? Um, jerk or jerk. They came here. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Uh, came here to crack jokes and watch cartoons. And they've got. But you know what? I, I really. I messed this up, guys. I really messed this up. Um, storyboard. I apologize. I'm going to do this again. One more again. You know. There's this comedy podcast. It's hosted by three friends who came here to crack jokes. No, mm-mm. Reed, you do it. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is Storyboard. It's a comedy podcast hosted by three friends who came here to crack jokes and watch cartoons, and they've got plenty of both. Uh, it's hosted by Gavin, Nick, and Laura, uh, and How'd you so <laughs> new well? episodes go up every other Thursday on Lunar Light Studio uh, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, hopefully that's a podcast store what i'm sorry what oh boy uh, oh man i can read out loud you're good at it i'm proud of you <laughs> i can read good um, okay. Let, going on, let, let's go back up to the podcast zone. <laughs> ah. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm just reading Philosophical Trends in the Feminist Movement by Anuradha Gandhi. Why don't you have a seat and we'll discuss the shortcomings of Western feminism and how we can address these issues. Johnny, Johnny, what are you doing in my house? I'm sorry, I I don't have a fireplace. I don't live in like a petite bourgeois like mansion with a fireplace. I have a mouth to lung setup. I was going to look all cool. I have a smoking jacket. Listen, we we have to, this is an audio medium. They can't see all of this. If you want to do a promo, why don't we just do a promo? Fine. Because, you know, it's sexist for me to be doing it alone anyways. Hi. Welcome to Comradical. I'm Haley Rose, and this is my co-host... Johnny Samuvati. This is an educational podcast about socialism and you. We take high-concept ideas and bring them down into more easily digestible humorous bits so that you can maybe get a handle on some of these theories. We go over how having a materialist understanding of the world around you can help make the world a little bit brighter for you and a little bit better for everyone else. We air every other Thursday only on Lunar Light Studio. So tune in. Seize the means. Stay calm, radical. Um, hey, mm-hmm. buddy, have you, have you seen the new, I'm just going to send it to you and you, you tell me yes or no. And if yes, then we'll move on to the next okay. trailer. Um, uno momento while I open discord on the phone to okay. send it to you. Ooh. What is this? Is this the James Bond? I have no seen. I will watch. Okay. So yeah, 
uh, I'm going to watch the trailer for No Time to Die, which is a Bond uh, movie. Into the trailer break. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Uh, yeah, that's exciting. I really like the new like i like daniel craig as james bond um i'm yeah. very excited to see that felix is back uh the the cia operative yeah. who uh we first met in casino royale um it's pretty rad to see yeah. them keep bringing those recurring characters back um i'm gonna read the synopsis yeah. on this real quick just so that way people kind of know um yeah, bond has left active service his peace is short-lived when his old friend Felix, uh, leader from the CIA, turns up asking for help, leading Bond onto the trial uh, of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. Um, that actually says trail, not trial. Um, now who can't read? Um, uh, that's me. Mm, um Oh, what is his name? The guy who played Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, thank you. Rami Malek. He appears to be one of the villains in this. Um, yeah. I uh, I liked to see the um, representation uh, in this. Looks like there's there's going to be some at least some decent representation it's not just going to be a bunch of like white dudes um there is a female black character um who is a double o which is very rad to see um and um yeah i'm excited this when is it coming out april april 2020 cool sweet Yeah, yeah i'm excited um cinematography in these movies are always great the writing is good for the most part yeah 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 they're just fun (gasps) oh that was her cool sorry uh no my brain just shut off uh naomi harris the one who plays miss moneypenny is back oh uh uh-huh I thought that was her. I wasn't hundred yeah. percent sure. And Christoph Waltz, like, how can you go wrong with him as like a villain? You can't. Yeah. Yeah. You really can't. So. Well, uh, is that where we wrap today? I think so. I think that's where we'll call it. All right, we're calling it. Do you have the number? Uh. My brain. dot com. That's my, my, my brain. brain. That's uh. That's the number. Is my brain. dot com. Yeah. I'm. A, you know what? I'm afraid to go to that website, but I'm going to real quick. Yeah, just real quick. Chorm dot chorm. Hey guys, thank you for listening and and sticking with us. Um, if you uh, if you want to. Uh, have us watch a trailer or uh, you have some questions or thoughts or opinions on the Mandalorian. Um, 
if it's negative about Baby Yoda, I'm not going to acknowledge that. <laughs> so there's that. Um, also, um, subscribe. Give us a give us a review. Give us some of those stars yeah. or whatever. And um, check out some other great podcasts on yeah. the network. There's all sorts of them, including the ones we, you know, Overwitch and Storyboard that we talked about during the ad break. But then there's also like Badvertising and um, my brain just shut off. I've been looking at the pictures like all day. Um, so um, oh Ink Tank is another one. Yeah. So, yeah, check out those podcasts and uh, check out Lunar Light Studio on Twitter at Lunar Light HQ. Um, you can also find the Patreon for the network uh, at patreon.com slash lunar light hq um yep any money you can donate is awesome no pressure but any money that can be donated is awesome because it helps keep the lights on and uh helps us develop new you know the network develop new shows and um you know different features and stuff like that so um we're very excited about that um if you want to follow the show itself uh, you can follow what you call it on Twitter at what you call it PC. And you can also follow us individually on Twitter. If you'd like, I am at Midwest, the letter F and then the letter X. So Midwest FX, uh, all one word. And Brit, you are at Jenneth Richter and yeah. we're not going to spell um, it. You just have to find it. No, if you find me, good job. <laughs> Your prize is, finding yep. me hey. and maybe she will twitter friend you i might uh might tweets but who knows it's a lot of baby yoda so if you don't want any part of that do not do not find me um yeah well it's been fun and uh and remember baby yoda baby yoda he probably doesn't have a belly button because it wouldn't be his old mouth that didn't work. That didn't work. I'm sorry. Baby Yoda probably doesn't have a belly button. He's probably a clone. He probably just lives in a test tube. So, uh, or lives in, born in a test tube. You, 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 you know what the sign off is. It's your belly button's your old mouth. Ugh. Bye, baby Yoda. Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.